Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Okay, the word of the day is joy. It is a loaded word. Joy. Think about it. Humans are constantly trying to understand it so that they can incorporate it into their lives. Can you ignite joy on demand? Should you ignite joy on demand or should it just be based on what you feel? You know, people are always trying to define happiness by all the little things that make up their existence. Does their appearance bring joy? Does their health make them joyous? Do they feel fulfilled enough in their jobs to continually be joyous? Uh, Are they in love? Do they need to be in love to be joyous? Do they have a family? And then, you know what? Once we mull over these things, we measure just how much each aspect of our lives make us joyous. And then the question comes up, can I have more joy? Is it possible to be even happier and more joyous than I am now? It is a strange and it's a vicious cycle that ultimately has just about everybody asking all the questions that uh, simply comes from, am I going to be joyous if I'm just living in a place of peace? And then, of course, there is the day-to-day things that give humans bursts of immediate joy. They are so different for each person, too, as you start looking around and, well, why is that person so happy? Why do they always seem to have so much joy? It could be just as trivial as a, a, a bite of chocolate or as easy as just, you know what, curling up on the couch for a movie. Maybe it's going out for a long run in the rain or the shine, fresh air in in our faces. Joy as we know it seems like something that's just randomly circumstantial. At least that's been the case until now. Glad to have you back with us today. I'm Stephen Canyon. KineticBelief.com is the website. KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com gets an email to me. Hello, Megan. Hello. Are you joyous today? I am joy-filled, overflowing. Why are you joyous? Well, I'm naturally joyous, but that actually means that I'm very intrigued by today's topic because if you're naturally joyful, I think when you do get in a funk, it is very frustrating. Mm. And so I'm excited to, to hear new ways to sort of ignite. And I like that word, ignite joy. Um, it it's it gives me the, the visual visualization of like lighting a match. But here's the thing. We are going to turn what most people believe about joy upside down on its head today. It, is, it has nothing to do with what most people think. Well, and that's I can't what wait I like to hear what it. you have to say. This is really cool. Well, you know, joy is a, it's a holistic well-being. I mean, it, it's strength that just, it comes from successfully advancing the mind, body, spirit, and soul. Happiness, you know, and I know the question is going to come up, what's the difference between happiness or being happy and being joyous? And they are two very distinct uh, yeah. things. A lot of people yeah. confuse the two. They mm-hmm. say, you know, well, I'll just have joy if I go to the fair to this weekend. Well, that's not, that's not <laughs> it. Now, you might be optimistic about going to the fairgrounds. Uh, depending on the fairgrounds, and, but you, maybe you've got some happy. Happiness is optimism. Joy is a holistic well-being. It's strength. Mm. It's it's energy that just you really can't quite put your finger on it. It's just an over over overall feeling. And tell me if I'm wrong, but when I imagine happiness, I sort of see it coming from 
me cerebrally from my mind and then when I sort of imagine or visualize joy it's like f- just from within it's sort of this inner glow that you have and I don't know if that's correct that's <laughs> just partial, well, it's like. partially correct happiness is a cerebral uh, experience mm. and because of that most people they, they're going in and out of happiness and, and that also is a topic for another day you don't have to sometimes be happy and other times you're not yeah. uh, just like joy we're going to work on how to always be joyous today another yeah. day we'll talk about always being happy, which is always being optimistic. Um, And and just while we brought it up, happiness can come from a moment of circumstantial gladness. Mm. You buy a new car, you're happy. Day number two, the car's old, I need another car. You, uh, you, yeah. you go out and you see people in stores rifling through the hangers and trying to, what are they, they're looking for more happiness. <laughs> you know, there's a sale on happiness today. Uh, it's, it's, there's a, all the new spring fashions are out on the racks and I need some happiness. That's circumstantial happiness. Yeah. Optimism is something that doesn't go away if you know how to do it. So joy seems like it has um, better legs than happiness, something that you can cultivate within yourself, something that you can can um, have long term and, and learn. Both, yeah. Well, both should be, both are extendable. Both of them can, should be continually part of our persona. Mm. But today we will talk about joy being this holistic, think of it in terms of a holistic well-being, yeah. a holistic strength. Mm-hmm. Um, joy is your strength. You know, a joyous army is often led by the, the musicians and the bagpipes <laughs> Or yeah. the, the drums, and they're drumming up the the sensation of strength and joy and optimism, the happiness that follows it, and then the feeling is the joy. I always thought about those guys, the you know the drum corps of the of the older wars, and you know if you think it's hard being on the front line with a gun, just imagine if all you had was a drum. <laughs> that would be tough, right? Like, I think so. You better be trusting somebody. Uh, but That's you know amazing. You're stirring up some strength, though. And, and you know something else? Yeah. All of this, everything is always going to go back to, are you operating and working in faith or belief, mm-hmm. positive expectations, or are you somehow caught up in fear? Uh, for example, hurry. If you're, if you're living a hurried life, it's mm-hmm. a manifestation of fear. Okay. Hurry is a manifestation of fear. He who fears not has plenty of time. Mm. Wow. You can relax. Right. You got no hurry, no worry. You're going to mosey on down there with a fistful of sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. I like that. Uh, I like that. So um, to sort of just kick off today, how do you just define the basic concept of joy? Well, the, the time for putting a demand on joy is not after you've lost it. That's the thing. You know, a lot of people go, well, I'm just not happy. I've got, I, I just feel depressed. I'm sad. I, I don't know why I don't have any happiness. And I don't, I'm just not joyous. The time for putting a demand on it is not after you've lost it. Put a demand on your joy. Now watch this. As soon as you wake up in the morning, it's something that you need to stir up. You've got, it's a state of being. It's a state of mind. The being follows the state of mind. So you stir that up and you think joyous thoughts, you think success, you think uh, and you imagine yourself as you want to be. The law of attraction starts bringing the substance of your expectations into your life. And part of that, and there's what people need to understand, part of the manifestation of your desires, your good desires, 
is going to be the strength that comes from joy. The expectation of a good optimistic expectation is actually drawing along with the physical rearranging of your circumstances, the strength that would come from having that desire manifest. See, you're already showing gratitude as though it's already come to pass in your life. And so physiologically speaking, there's something happened on the inside of you that's stirring up and creating this strength that only comes from joy. There is a, here's the thing, there is a limitless supply of formless substance throughout the universe. And now this, I'm going to hit the bullseye right here for a lot of people because a lot of people are missing a joyous feeling in their lives because, for example, they don't think there's enough to go around. There is a limitless supply of formless substance. Throughout the universe, there exists this substance of all things hoped for. In fact, science identified in the quantum field mass, which upholds all things as the God particle. And this, this happened back on July the 4th at 2012. And I'll never forget that day. What a powerful moment that was. The endless supply of substance shapes, reshapes, forms, reforms according to preconceived expectations by all creators here on planet Earth. Those expect, expectations for design. Um, the same process for creating it is, it's also going to be located within the thoughts and all of the idealized imaginations of the human mind. The only limitations to creating perfected uh, imaginations are those that are self-imposed. And that is so vital to get because we are accustomed to thinking that obstacles to our progression are going to come against us by someone we know by circumstances. Maybe I don't have enough education. I'm living in the wrong place. Uh, there's no opportunity here. There's, there's not a, an art gallery that's hiring, and I feel like I'm an artist. Uh, whatever it is, we always seem to uh, project our limitations out there on other people and other things. The only limitations to creating your perfected life are those that are going to be self-imposed, so it's your fault. You might not want to hear that today, but you are responsible for your success. You are responsible for your failures. You are responsible for your joy, for your happiness. Now, the good news to all of this is now you're out of excuses, and now it's within reach. It's within grasp of you. But now here's the thing. The level of joy that we're talking about today that's formed by what can be seen are limited to attraction by also what can be seen. In other words, one of the biggest obstacles to joy, well, again, it's, it's dread, it's fear, anxiety, distress, all of those universal traits for those who don't realize that every need can be met according to the limitless supply of substance. There is more than enough for whatever you can imagine for it to come to pass in your life. So there's no such thing as no such thing. And that's a good way to remember it. it it's only when you believe in the inability to possess a thing, to possess joy, to possess whatever your heart's desire is, that the ability to be in lack is actually going to exist. It doesn't exist until you believe that it does. The absence of your uh, heart's desire doesn't exist until you believe that it ex exists. So every creator born onto the earth, each one, each one in the image of the creator, has the willful opportunity to call things into existence. Uh, those things that, well, they didn't exist before. And that's joy. 
That's what it means to have joy, is knowing who you are, whose you are, what your purpose is, and that all things truly are possible for you. That's joy. But now when you're in the business of comparisons, which most people are, we're looking around at work. Well, why did she get the promotion and I didn't get it? Why, is, why did my brother get to go to, to Harvard and I didn't get to go? Uh, I'm comparing myself with all these people looking around at others. What's happening is you're judging your imaginations with those of others' imaginations. Maybe your brother imagined going to Harvard and you never did, but now all of a sudden you're looking at him going to Harvard and his imagination now, you're holding yours up to his and through that comparison as a result, your desire becomes uh, uh, what his was and it's never really going back to the essence, to the core of who you really and truly are supposed to be. And so now all of a sudden, the very best of what you see is what's limiting you. So we, we have to develop our convictions based upon the essence of who we are. A conviction is an article of faith. You should look at your own convictions as you are developing, designing, creating, journaling an article of faith. Now, an article of faith is something that no matter what will never, ever change. I don't care what they say about me. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world today. My articles of faith or my convictions about myself will not change. I will take them into the land of of get you goomy with me. They're not going to be taken from me. Those articles of faith will remain with me wherever I go. So now through the pride of the conviction or the pride of your articles of faith, where the substance and essence of who you really are are concerned, those beliefs are believed to be deserved because they're your articles of faith. They're your convictions. So those beliefs are not going to be tossed to and fro. They're not easily changed. Remember, a, a merit-based life is one that cannot ever be good enough to attract your perfected life. So you want to move away from merit-based. Are you good enough? Do you have enough education? Do you have enough money? Do you know the right people? All these things that are going to give you permission to hold on to a, a conviction or not. So get away from that. Have your convictions uh, translated over into articles of faith and believe that they are to be deserved. That leads to joy. As you're speaking, I, I love the sense that it's going to require, because it's something good, it's going to require discipline. And that's not, that sometimes that can be sort of a dirty word. <laughs> like it's going to require too much effort. But I was, I was thinking about, um, you know, we all go on fad diets. I think we're all guilty of trying one or two of those out and the whole reason we do fad diets is because you know we're hoping that it's some sort of magic pill that we don't have to put in the work mm -hmm. um and I really kept again like as you're as you're speaking you you were just sort of conveying you know joy is possible igniting joy is possible we can do this but it is going to require a level of aggression and discipline and you know no good thing just pops in for no reason yeah, you know, and, and another word and another thing, and I think in our title, and, and it kind of, the title of today's podcast really goes in hand in hand with the way that most people look at joy. Mm. I don't have joy today, so how am I going to ignite yeah. it? What do I do to stir joy up? Now, if you are a successful, kinetic believer, working a life on the law of attraction, drawing that perfected life into, into existence, you should never, ever again be in a position of needing to ignite joy. Joy has become you. 
You're yeah. going through every day, every, you wake up at three o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom joyous because it doesn't <laughs> leave you. You have stirred it up to stay home. Uh, you're no longer someone being led by emotions, being led by feelings. If you are, you see your feelings and emotions are changing every day. So what's happening? You lose, you're not joyous today. Well, I'm just miserable today. Why? Because I'm not joyous. Well, why aren't you joyous? Because I'm miserable. Because I'm miserable. <laughs> and it, it, it is a vicious cycle. vicious cycle. So you should, you know, what we're doing is working at, because we are law of attractor, kinetic believers, we no longer are going to be in lack of joy, which means we're not going to be in lack of happiness because we're not in lack. We're not people that where there's missing things and things that are broken. And I like how you said stir that up every morning. That's the key is the habitual practice, making joy a habit. As soon as you roll over a couple of times in the bed to the place where you are, again, aware that you are alive, <laughs> you're aware that, hey, I'm somebody. I, 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 yeah. What who, What am I? What's this? What, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm joyous. I'm happy yeah. I, because I have my heart's desire and I can create and manifest anything that I want to manifest. When you say, when you say stir up in the morning, what do you technically mean well you're reminding yourself and you do it through affirmations what i do is i'll reach over grab my journal and i open it up and i see okay this is who i am Uh, and i have been led and guided through the journaling process and i see um, what i've imagined myself and believe myself to be based on the essence of who i am and as Mm -hmm. i remind myself of these things then i'm casting down all negative imaginations all the negative uh, condemnation and noise of the world that says that you're not supposed to be joyous you're not supposed who who are you to be happy look around you haven't you heard that you know there's all this junk going on overseas or <laughs> or you know people are upset yeah. because of climate they're upset because of fire they're upset because of whatever Their neighbor. well you know <laughs> you getting in, yeah. in you agreeing with being upset is not the only thing it's going to do is to rob you of attracting your best life so that you can do something about these things that are upsetting everyone else when i love that we're going at this from the position of making this habitual making this a constant in your life so that you know the idea of quote like igniting joy is not even necessary you know there's there's not necessarily like a shortcut um and don't we all get in trouble when we try to take shortcuts that's always a, a horrible decision like i was just thinking about the diet thing you know the diet comparison that we talked about earlier and any diet pill bottle I've ever read, it's like, it's, there's usually some warning. It's like, uh, don't wear white pants. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, like, you know, wah, wah. Well, that's great. You know what a shortcut is? Again, it's for those that are in a hurry. Yeah. It's those people that are fear. living a life based in fear. Ooh, that's good. So if you shortcuts are looking are for, for shortcuts, it's because you've got fear in your life. That's really good. That's really, I keep getting distracted. There are so many dolphins that I can see out the window. Well, maybe this that's is, part of your joy. It, I'm very joyful. I'm just watching them jump out of the water. This is a, that's amazing. It's a pleasure, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. You know, C.S. Lewis said, I sometimes wonder whether all the pleasures are not substitutes for joy. Mm. And he was, you know, he's right. And, and substitute for joy, just like having a, going out and rifling through the hangers on a rack being a substitute for happiness. Yeah. We are in the business of getting away from substitutes. We don't want anything substituting the real thing in our yeah. lives anymore. Um, chasing authenticity is a huge part of this. And I like that you, you know, that you pointed out that joy for the sake of joy is a shallow understanding of it because joy is for the sake of manifesting. Joy is a powerful tool to have in your arsenal. Yeah. Joy is, you know, when it's a, it's energy. Yeah. Joy is strength. That's good. 
And like you said, you can use that and should be using your strength, the strength of your joy for the purpose of manifesting, because that's a gosh darn it attitude. I'm, I, you know what? Nobody can take what is rightfully mine away from me. Who do you think you are anyway? Mm-hmm. Speaking into my life, saying that I'm not worthy or that I can't do something. You know, first of all, it's none of your business. <laughs> Secondly, yep. it's your fault for being around somebody that's not championing you and, and edifying and encouraging you. You need to st- shut down access to these people who show up in your life, border bullies, tearing this down, removing all possibilities for you living your best life. That was something else I wanted to ask you about was the concept of positioning yourself so that you can have the best chance of attaining joy. You know, you were just talking about not allowing people to speak negatively into your life. Um, What level, I mean, at what how far should we go in pos- sort of positioning our life and and recreating our life so that we can usher in joy? I mean, do I really need to quit my job? Do I really me- need to break up with that friend that I've outgrown? I mean, how far do I take this or should I just mentally try to overcome all that? And you know what I'm saying? When you're talking about distance, full Monty. Go the full distance. Do it all. I mean, don't just tiptoe. Don't be double-minded about this. Don't straddle a fence. Go the full distance. Why? Because you deserve it. You are special. You have a limited amount of time in the land of the living. And Mm. really, your race is, while you're here, running in your own lane, to go ahead and experience who you are, why you are here. Experience the artistic, creative part of yourself. Get out of the, the, the mode of competition stop get get away from the comparisons and by all means don't let people speak negatively uh, into your life get away from the negative influencers and it is your responsibility to do that I want to shift back just for a quick second to what I originally thought you would be talking about today Um, I like I said I am a naturally joyful person you know I do stir up myself in the morning and even throughout the day but you know, I mean, it happens. I get in funks. I have, you know, the funky feelings and the, the maybe it's just like a brain chemistry thing. Maybe it's hormonal, whatever. But there's always like a reason that I feel like sort of a dark funk come over me. And I think that's universal. Everybody deals with that. Um, and so I sort of thought like, oh, yay, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, igniting joy so I can just like snap myself out of these funks when they do come along. Um, so maybe we could just chat about that for a second. Yeah, there are physiological reasons why we will feel down. And again, now as a kinetic believer, as someone that's living a life of being a law of attractor, a law of attraction now is what you are using to develop and create your best life. Mm. So Mm -hmm. as a purpose, a person who's living a purposed life, a purposed existence, you're going to understand that, you know, feelings and emotions will change. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you have to change it and be led around by feelings and emotions. Um, So there is a kinetic belief. There's an energy. There's a motion that you have to physically now involve yourself in to move toward that thing. So we are talking about joy today. Yeah. So let's say that you are attracting joy. You're purposing to stir it up. Mm -hmm. But maybe you don't feel like it. (laughs) Whatever the the reason, you (laughs) ate too much cake last night. Yeah, I don't know. Now, I was very joyful while eating the cake. I saw that. (laughs) So, (laughs) 
You, you actually were, and, and you blamed it on I was ex- a, a, a burglar. Ecstatic. <laughs> Came in what and ate the cake. Um, <laughs> yes. So, but maybe you know whatever the reason is, you you are physiologically there is a, a chemical ba- imbalance. Mm-hmm. Maybe the endorphins aren't what they were yesterday. You were on some kind of uh, uh, supernatural high, and that's gone. And it happened. That's natural. Yeah. And it happens to all of us. But here's the thing: you've got to get out of the mindset that joy and happiness are based on feelings. If you will purpose and you design your life according to activities, according to action, this is where you're taking charge of everything. Mm -hmm. You are all of a sudden making the decision that I am moving toward joy. What does that mean? There is a practical application of your experience today that you're going to decide to do. For example, how many times can you remember as a child, uh, maybe the, you had a parent that would say something like, uh, you know, Timmy, get dressed. We're going to the park to play. Well, I don't want to <laughs> get dressed. We're going to the park. I don't want to. I want to watch. Uh, Paw Patrol. Pa- Paw Patrol. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. Mama says, Timmy, do it right now. You get up, you get, you put your knickers on, and you head out the door. You go to the park, knickers. and you have the best time yeah. of your life. What happened? Right. Mm-hmm. Kinetic energy was put in motion to move toward the thing that, that's bringing, that's, that's agreeing with your joy. So as, as humans, we have a decision uh, to make every day of our lives to get on board the, the joy train. Yeah. Regardless of the yeah. way you feel, you're going to do it. You you take you pull yourself up by the bootstraps or grab your earlobe and lead yourself out the door and you go do that thing that's in agreement with joy. And you said something interesting. You said um, joy and happiness are not based on emotions. And I would even take that a step further because, you know, a lot of people think joy and happiness are emotions. And that's not correct. Well, and that's right. And the, the a joyous emotion is a gift, and it will follow the activities of a joyous person. Mm, I see, yeah. For example, there are so many benefits to music and dancing and art. Um, and, and they, it helps us, it helps to reduce what you're talking about, the levels of, of cortisol, which is a stress hormone, worry, anxiety, fear, all of those things produce that stress hormone, which yeah. causes you to feel like manure. I mean, you just, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, do anything. And I, I just want to sit here and cry and smear my, my mascara down on my cheeks. Today. I thought you were going to say and smear peanut butter all over all my over. <laughs> same, <laughs> same, same, close thing. enough. <laughs> you got a little peanut butter. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm sad. So we, like, yeah, <laughs> Be, it's nice to be so sad <laughs> but so well let's take that as an example yeah, though let's yeah. the music uh, you know music dancing whatever well dancing makes you feel good mm-hmm. okay because it makes you feel so alive yeah. uh, you may not feel like dancing but you start dancing and the feelings will come good the point. feelings of feeling alive and and uh, energized and you are in you're sampling your immediate environment you're feeling in control again all of a sudden because you feel so alive you enjoy the music and you're enjoying the dancing I was a a, a ballroom dancer many many years ago what? and yeah I was and, like uh, like dancing with the stars or like old school tail you oh, know the old school the, the tails tuxedo the f- and oh my yeah the, the tails and the whole thing but I, I was on a formation team we danced that. competitively and, very, and I taught dance masters of America you're very tall I feel like that would be 
you you look good out there. Well, it was a blast. Yeah. It was so much fun. I mean, and and you would feel good, and you know, you're doing it even professionally. It just brings there's something about uh, the motion of moving with music that stirs the soul. And um, even if I had joy, and I did before I would dance, the going through and listening to the orchestra and and uh, spinning around on the floor and doing a Viennese or the rumba or doing the the running waltz, what? whatever it was, you just had That's this crazy. A feeling of it's just a joyous exuberation that just it becomes you and it follows you around as you're moving about mm. there was one uh, we were doing a uh, exhibition at a at this uh, club one time it's a large crowd and there was six couples on the formation team and um, we go out we take our positions on the floor and uh-huh. we are dressed I love the saying to the nines to the nines yeah dressed to the nines mm-hmm. and but there was a girl across she was another couple and her arms went up all the all the girls are wearing sleeveless dresses uh-huh. and we all took our poses and Megan tissue uh, what she had put tissue under her arms oh, no. and it just accordioned down to the oh, floor my goodness. And it stuck right there oh, under my her word. arms and she didn't know. Oh my gosh! And and I can remember just like this little this little. That's right. This is almost a little grip of fear. Like oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? But when the music started, we didn't care, and we were spinning, and the tissue was flying, and here we go. It didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the joy. To I was gonna say like you know pick up the ends like it's part of your costume oh, but, or something. <laughs> but but that is a great you know that's a great uh, example of what it means that you put kinetic belief, which is going to be moving you. It's energy moving you toward the thing that. Uh, agrees with joy you're just choosing you're making those choices of what what label you're going to put on something is it is this a travesty am i devastated or is this hilarious and i'm having a blast you know this is you choose you're you so choose right. you not choose. based on feelings or emotions but it's it's a wise person that understands joy and understands happiness and then you choose to do the things that will agree with joy and agree with happiness there is um, a large amount of people that adhere to the school of thought that we should not disassociate ourselves from our emotions i hear that so often um that you know because they say well don't tell me to ignore my emotions i need to listen to them i need to cater to them i need to deal with them you know whatever they may be um what would you say to, to people who are you know having those thoughts even as they're even as they're listening to us right now to deal with a negative emotion is to get rid of it not to agree with it. Now, there are a lot of people that will mistakenly believe that if I feel emotion, negative emotionally, uh, then I need to be a negative person. That is so wrong. That's like agreeing with sickness. It's agreeing mm. with fear. It's agreeing with anxiety. Don't ever do that. And that is a lie straight from where lies come from that are there to destroy you and to steal and rob your life. Never be in agreement with something that's harmful or, or that's negative. You know, after the tissue story, the dancing tissue story that you just told, um, it really makes me think, wow, a big part of joy of igniting it and keeping it and making it habitual is not caring what people think. Because if you're going to be dancing, singing, igniting joy, you know, doing all these different fun, exciting, you know, personal things to to make yourself feel that way, you kind of have to not care what the people 
in your vicinity are thinking of you. Well, that's a great point because a lot of people that are miserable, that don't have joy or happiness, it's because you're pinging yourself off of the thoughts and beliefs of other people anyway. Mm. And so, yeah, that's, that's like 101. You have to get away from caring about what people think because you're, what you're doing is you're drawing yourself worth based on what people are saying about you. you know, do you approve yeah. of me or disapprove? Well, boy, you've set yourself up there. Why are you going to allow yourself to, to be esteemed by the approval or disapproval of other people? Because I can tell you this, if that's not even a 50-50 bet. If you are somebody looking for approval or disapproval, you're going to get 90% of the time disapproval from family, friends, and those that you think love you. And they do love you, but they don't know how to correctly love you they're not 100 percent celebrating encouraging and edifying you so get away from that get away from that and and be and i think a big part of getting away from it is just the awareness i mean i've known so many people that they were vibrant fun joy filled but then they got into a relationship and and it's almost like the other person absorbed them into themselves like where did they go <laughs> what happened so just that awareness is it seems like it's a huge part of that always comes back to unconditionally loving yourself that means it's not conditional you don't need approval from anybody to love yourself unconditionally you love who you are you love the way that you walk love the way you talk you like you you just like the essence of who you are you know uh, creativity is not a respecter of persons but people that respect creativity will enjoy the fullness therein. Uh, those who imagine a prosperous mind, body, and soul expect extraordinary things. And when you're expecting those extraordinary things, that's what's going to show up in your life. Um, you, you mentioned earlier that you are, this is, this is a big one. <laughs> this is big. Boom. Exploding. Lay, lay on me. You said that you are responsible for how you feel. Yes. Bingo. I've had a friend recently and she called me and she said, you know, I think I might have to stop blaming people for my bad moods. You think? <laughs> yeah. And she almost said it like, oh, well, bummer. Yeah, <laughs> That was easier. Take, but, you know, it may seem like on the surface it's a bummer thing because now I'm going to be responsible. But guess what? As soon as you take full responsibility mm. for your success, mind, body, spirit, soul, prosperity, prospering financially, uh, prospering in your health, when you take full responsibility mm -hmm. for things that you are not, not even responsible for, take full responsibility, that's what puts you on track to begin experiencing your best. Yeah, that's, oh man, that's so good. When you, when you stop allowing your emotions to be dictated by others or blaming others for your emotions, at least you can actually do something about it. You know, when you uh, when you are allowing or you're putting the blame on anyone else for anything, you are saying, in, in essence, that's my Lord. Mm, they're lording over me. They are my Lord. That's my Lord. That's who lords over me. Like they they determine yeah. my success. They determine who I am. They determine what I'm going to have or not have. Yeah, that's uh, The powerful. president of the United States is my Lord. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. No way no freaking way no way no i am way. a creator created in the image yes. of the creator mm -hmm. and uh, there's no one better than me and there's no one worse than me That's but so i am good. responsible for myself and you want things to change for you change yourself and i love the theme here you you sort of every single time we we cover a topic right in this episode you you sort of keep going back to the concept that you're changing all this through um belief in your action 
And I love that. It's like, oh, you don't feel a certain way? Well, act like you feel that way. Um, You know, oh, you don't want people to dictate how you feel? Well, then, you know, don't let them. And even if you don't feel like it, just act it. And it will show up. And, you know, I think that's quite the reversal, isn't it? Like most of us go through life going, I'm going to act because I feel. Instead of saying, mm-hmm. well, I, I feel this way because I, my actions are dictating that to me. That's right. You are, you are taking control of destination and you get away from being led around by emotions and feelings. That's great. You know, we're, we're kinetic believers and we know what we are. You know, we're, it's not common. You're listening to this podcast because you're not a normal, common person. You understand the law of attraction and how mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. You are creating your environment based on your heart's desire. And the way that you do that, you first of all, you have the desire and you recognize it as a good thing. And then you are imagining your life as though it's already come to pass. And because it's already come to pass, you are thankful and grateful for that thing. You're grateful for always being joyous. And since you're grateful for that, that's the substance that is now going to, uh, it's requiring relief. In other words, it's requiring that you always be joyous. So the universe is going to move the mass and the substance of your joy right into the heart of your being. It's almost like what you're saying is that we can change our DNA. It's almost like you're saying joy, we can make joy become a part of who we really are over time. That's a great way to put it. Um, but the, and the correct way to look at that is yeah. you're actually not changing the DNA of the essence of who you are. You are agreeing with it. You mm. see, along the way, there's been a lot of things that's attached itself to your original identity. And so you are actually unbecoming all that junk and getting back to the original spiritual DNA of who you are and agreeing with that. You're wow. coming into agreement with your perfected self into a agreement with who you were meant to be. And as a result of that, then all of that stuff that you're unbecoming just starts falling away. So you're saying that we have an original self that we are almost trying to get back to instead of creating something new. Getting back to that original source, original self, the, the way that you were originally created to be. And that original self, there is nothing missing. It's perfect. That original self is always joyous. Your original self is always happy, is always healthy, is always expanding and living a great life and a great existence. When you leave the land of the living and you go on into the next part of creation, I'm telling you, you're not going to be taking any sickness with you. There's no sorrow. There's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. And so we can agree with that right now and and experience that while we're here on this planet. And that's a huge part, isn't it? Just what you just said. That's a huge part of even achieving joy on a regular basis is believing that you can, believing that that's actually who you are. Because I know many people, I know I've talked to so many people and they genuinely, they genuinely believe that they have depressed personalities, depressed DNA. And the fact, the idea that that's the sort of the broken version, not the original version, is really powerful. Well, they have it because they believe it. And now also when we talk about the word belief, Mm -hmm. you've got to redefine that because the world will say to believe something is to adhere to it and rely on it. And that's what we're actually talking about. When you believe something, you're adhering to the belief. You're relying on the belief. You know, I can uh, uh, believe in a chair, but if I don't believe in the chair's ability to hold me up, I'm not going to sit in it. I might see it, and so I believe in it, but I'm not adhering to it and relying on it. So it's my belief in the chair's ability to hold me up that I'm going to rely on it and sit down in the chair. That makes sense. That's your foundation. Um, Earlier, you mentioned a phrase. You said articles of faith. 
Will you expound on what you mean by that? An article of faith is just something that says, you know what, no matter what anybody says, does, whatever the circumstance looks like, I don't care what the bad news of the day is, this is my conviction. And because it's a conviction for me, it's an article of faith, meaning that no matter what, I will not... I will not turn from this conviction for myself. So my articles of faith are going to be the things that I'm taking my 100-day journal and I'm, I'm creating, I'm writing these extended versions of the image I see for myself out in this journal. And I'm adhering to that. I'm thankful and grateful for those images that I'm, I'm writing out and journaling. Those are my convictions. As I write these down, those are my articles of faith that I know it doesn't matter how much mama loves me. I love mama back. <laughs> but she can't remove one of these articles of faith or these convictions from who I am supposed to be for my life. What would you say is the number one, like joy, ignite joy 101 baby step that somebody can, can participate in and they can actually, they could literally at the end of the podcast, walk out the door, take this first step. Get away from the noise of the world. Get away from those who have formed and framed your thoughts and the way that you think about yourself and everything else, because your biases are going to be the baby steps that you're going to begin with. It's going to bring joy into your life. So get away from all that and define yourself by the perfected version, the way that if there were no limitations, and there aren't, (laughs) if there were no limitations, what would you see yourself doing? Who would you be? And now, wait a minute, don't answer that based on what someone else will think of you if you get your Harvard degree. Yeah. If there was no one else on planet Earth, would you want the Harvard degree? (laughs) If there was no one else on planet Earth, would you want to drive a Corvette? Wow. Who are you creatively? Who are you in this universe and beyond? Isn't that an interesting concept that we we can go through life? I love that word bias that you used because we have these built-in biases from the people we hang out with, our sphere of influence, just that little that little cycle of life that we live in every day. And I love the concept that you can sort of change your bias. And when you change your bias, you understand yourself better. You can you can actually know what brings you joy instead of what people say will bring you joy. Change your bias by getting away from the ideas, opinions, and thoughts of others. Would That's you great. be a bodybuilder if you were the only person on planet Earth? Or would you just <laughs> eat right and be physically fit to feel good? I just heard some guy go, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Swole is life. <laughs> more, more time on the squat rack. There's no one else around. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's crazy. Good for him, right? right? <laughs> like good. Yeah, absolutely. But, and that's that's a beautiful point, though, because if I think about the times that I'm most joy-filled and full of peace, it's always something simple. It's walking on the beach. It's watching the dolphins in the surf. It's peace. it's spending time with my niece. I mean, it's you know just going out for a fun dinner and at a taco truck. You know, I mean, <laughs> but these things are fun and they're joy-filled and and. I think that it can be a struggle to ignore the things that people say you you want. Like, don't you want the the ridiculous the seven million square foot house? Maybe you do. That's fine. But just knowing that that's for you is a that's huge. Everything that you just defined is absent competition. Ooh, that's good. There is no one around competing with you that says my house is bigger. <laughs> or I can eat more or, you know, I got more toys. Yeah. None of that. What you just described is a peaceful existence, a, a hygge place, a place mm. where you've got your warm beverage in a hand and you've, got, <laughs> you've lit a candle and you're listening to your best music yeah. and you're comfortable. 
and you have a little ginky wrapped up around <laughs> you and you got your slippers translation, on. translation ginky is blanket <laughs> right, but it's your ginky yeah and everything is just right it's calm and it's no peaceful. competition you are what's happened you have recognized yourself as a creator and not a competitor wow Peace. and that's so beautiful because because you have done the thing that you just said you you talked about getting away step one get away get to know yourself be introspective and then when you do that the, I love that concept that it's like you have your own brand it's like you have your own brand of joy that's exciting that's so cool right and yeah. and yeah. You, if you don't know what that is yet go find out because you can just like make a beeline for that joy instead of zigzagging all over the place you want to define who you are define yourself so that you can define your joy what's yeah. something that brings you joy Oh, brings me joy. You know, and that that would have been an easy question to answer many, up. many years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, nothing brings me joy because okay. I'm joyous. Mm. It has become me. I am joy. I see myself as joy. I see myself as prosperous. I see myself, I am happiness. Yeah. I am love. I am uh, uh, content. I am peace. If I am peace, I don't need peace. If I am joy, I don't need joy. If I am love, I don't need love. Wow. So that really, that's, that's a fascinating concept. And I would even say that's a place to, to imagine yourself getting to, because, you know, you've been doing this a long time and, and to see yourself as joy seems extremely powerful. It seems like there's a lot of power in that. Right. So here's, here's the thing. Most people are wishing for a better life, a better existence. They're wishing these things would somehow, they could find it or develop it or grow it or have it or acquire it or win it at the end of the day. When somebody simply wishes that they were, for example, wealthy um, or had material gain, uh, I'm going to tell you that if you're just wishing for these things, it is not sustainable and, and perhaps it's not even attainable. Wishes are used for desires that the, the wisher usually doesn't believe is possible. Uh, often, for example, a wish is used for regrets. Somebody says, well, I wish I had studied more. Well, that's a regret. So the strong feeling of wishing for something will not necessarily attract the, the object. And that's the reason why. Feelings like you were talking about a few minutes ago are susceptible to change. And they are always going to be based on observations. You know, you, you just you, you see the kids coming out of a Superman movie. Well, every single one of them, they feel like they can fly. Can they? Well, probably not. But feelings, they just observed uh, Superman flying around for two hours. Feelings are emotionally driven. And emotions change. A manifesting desire... And that's what we're talking about today. The law of attraction, manifesting your desire to always be joyous, to become joy, is going to be accompanied by the belief that the desire has already been granted. It's not something you're trying to achieve. It's not something that you're just trying to, to make happen because you feel a different way. Kinetic belief holds that original substance has responded to create and release the desire to you to become you. You are creating yourself as joyous. So you seeing the manifestation of your desire should have absolutely no consequence to your belief. A producing belief 
And that's what we're talking about again with kinetic belief. One that's producing in your life is one that is adhering to and relying on the desire as having already been granted. You're not trying to get this to happen next week. Your imagination sees yourself already as joyous. So know what's happened. There all of a sudden is a vacuum. There is a contradiction to the way that you're feeling that may, it might be negative. Well, how can you be have a negative feeling when you already see yourself as joyous? So your meditative imagination is going to replace that negative thing because of the energy of your expectation, drawing joy into your life. And it'll change you. So you, you have to stop believing... Uh, Stop believing in the negative thing, and the motion of your desire will, will absolutely end that negative thing from being in your life. The more specific and the, the more detailed your vision is, the more accurate the vibration to motion is going to be. Original substance vibrates according to its own. Joy already exists. You're not trying to become something that's not already there. The universe is full of joy. It's full of happiness, full of love and prosperity, full of... Uh, endless good possibilities. It already exists. And as a creator now, you see, our job for manifesting is to specifically hope for with sustained accuracy, that thought form of what we're attracting into our lives. So the motion of the substance creating our desire attracts through the, the willful application of gratitude. That gratitude is going to need to be satisfied. It's creating a desire that has to be satisfied. So we understand that gratitude is then going to now sustain the, the river of joy coming in us, through us, permeating through us, through the God particle, whereby all things hoped for must travel. So gratitude is, is the creator's outward expression of joy. And, and uh, faith now, the belief is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of what's not yet been seen. Nobody's seen you joyous yet. But the evidence of your joy is going to be your own belief that you are joyous. Creative belief does not stop believing. You might feel like junk today, but you haven't stopped believing that you're joyous. If you're willing to stand forever on your belief that you're joyous, you know what? You'll not have to stand for long, and it will change. And here's the thing. So many people actually enjoy being miserable. Why? Because they are surrounding themselves with people that will kowtow to them and say, Oh, what can I get for you? You know, just like even the kid, Mommy, I don't feel good. I'm, I'm unhappy. I don't feel like going to school today. Well, honey, here's your ice cream. Here's the cartoon channel, and uh, you stay home today. Don't do anything. Don't put your homework down. Don't you do anything hard at all today. What's happened? We just enable that child now to feel like and, and live a life based on emotions and beliefs that they're just not going to, to uh, be joyous today. Stand forever. Be willing to forever on your belief that you are eternally joyous, and you'll not have to stand for long before you become that. I want to understand better a piece of what you just said. Um, so I have a question. When we decide to be joyful, joy-filled, become when we want joy to become us, um, do you think that that is happening in the moment of that decision? 
And and then, you know, I mean, you have the journey, obviously, but did, did, have we achieved it when we decide to achieve it? <laughs> yeah, and that's a great question. Don't see it as something that has to happen. If it's already happened, then the word happened, just cast it to the side. The moment you imagine it, you desire it, you imagine it, and you're thankful for it, it's already taken place. I love that idea that when you decide to become joy, become love, become all these things, to be a kinetic believer, that the moment you decide that, you are that. You are that. See yourself as that. It's not See some, yourself yeah. as that. You may not feel like it, but that doesn't change. It doesn't matter what you feel. You, It does not change what you see. Imagine to see yeah. it. You're creating the thought form. You see, the thought form is what you are responsible for. You're not responsible for what the universe is doing. You're responsible for your thought form. You hold that thought form and then you let the universe do, do what it's designed to do. I think many of us, when we consider um, self-improvement, growth, self-care, taking care of ourselves improving ourselves I think we all sort of have these moments of feeling like we're that little mouse in Cinderella at the bottom of that staircase <laughs> we're just looking up like dear god <laughs> how is this gonna happen so I just really love what you just said that w once you decide that you are that you are that a great thing that you just you just said that I think a lot of people need to hear right now is that when you feel like that little mouse don't articulate it because mm -hmm. what we want to do as soon as a negative feeling shows up, we want to elongate it yeah. and, and harbor it and hold <laughs> on to the imagination of it by articulating it and putting words to it and, and an idea. What you just did is you created a thought form based around the first image of, a, of the little mouse. And so you're actually now developing that. You, that thought form is going to manifest using the law of attraction, the very negative thing that you just imaged. Well, and I can't help but think, too, that um, psychology can, at times, cause you to, you know, just absolutely focus so hard on negative emotions. Like, let's dissect this and trace it back Wrong. to its origins. And, Don't do uh, it. Don't do it. You are, if a person who is living a, a horrible life or has negative things around them continues to have those negative things around them because that's what they see or mm -hmm. that's what they're dwelling on. Your only thought form become, uh, you want to align yourself with, in, with the universe that's positive. Yeah. If, if all there is is a positive universe, then you need to become the rest of it. The negative stuff needs to be dead to you. You can't talk about something that's dead to you. You can't have a conversation in a universe where everything is perfect about something that's not. So if you are drawn to having negative conversations or listening to negative things from other people, you've got to stop. Cast all of that down. And it's going to require some practice because you know what? We're in a negative world. People are energized by it. It's in our entertainment and in our news. And we're looking for the, 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 the bad part of a story rather than the good. We don't go around naturally celebrating things. But that's what a positive law of attractor is going to do. Using kinetic belief is focus on the good part of life, the expanding part of life, the health, the wealth, the, the, all of your heart's desires coming to pass. It can only happen when you're holding a positive positive thought form. So we stop having conversations about negative things. If a negative thought or an idea pops into your head, cast it down. How? By not dwelling on it. How? By not turning it over and, and, and articulating it. By not driving down to that appointment or that uh, wherever you're going and you're, you've already started having both sides of a conversation. Well, I'm going to say this, but he'll say that. <laughs> 
He's going to say, no, you can't. And I'm going, yes, I can. He said, who do you think you are? Well, I think I'm somebody that's worthy. Well, you're not. I'm not? No. And by the time you get down there, you're already expecting this horrible thing, this horrible situation, and, yeah. and to be defeated. That's what people do. Get yeah. out of that and start becoming a positive person to always be filled with joy. I always have to fight that when I'm I'm like, okay, good night. I close my eyes, and it's like, oh, let's think about every stupid thing you've ever done in your entire life. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. Now that you want to go to sleep, let's Most do that. Most people's worst moments come when they wake up in the middle of the night, and they're staring at the ceiling, oh and they're goodness. just seeing the the, the, the Worst. Yeah, um, you know, and as we're during this episode, I am really just enjoying the conversation. I'm enjoying the, you know, there is so much power in a give and take conversation. And so it just makes me think, wow, you know, just the simple act of finding someone that you can have really positive, encouraging conversations with is super, that's a huge part of this. Well, I like to think that if, you know, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, you have found that positive influence. This mm. is the way we live our lives. Yes. This is what we talk about. This is all we consider. And as a result, you know what? We are going somewhere uh, that that uh, is to be envied, mm, yeah. uh, envied by those that, you know what? I want to come along. Well, come on and jump on board. There's plenty of room for all of us. And uh, I want to also throw an invitation out there. If you've not been to one of our workshops, a masterclass workshop, where we work individually with everybody there at turning your life around, you really need to come out and be a part of that. Um, They're always fun. They're intensive. But you, my goodness, I can promise you, you will not leave the same way that you showed up. Your life will never, ever be the same again. Words do not come back void. And so as I am able to speak into your life individually, I can tell you that it changes things. You, even if you don't feel like something's changed at that moment, it shows up. It changes things. Nothing stays the same. So rather you come to one of our workshops or go to someone else's, you need to be busy about immersing yourself into these ideas and thoughts. Key word on that workshop that you mentioned is fun. I love the workshops because it is a blast. It's energetic. It's it's fun. It's just an absolute blast. But you are receiving massive change occurring in your life. Well, that's what I think makes it fun for people is that, you know what? It's always fun when you are peering into the essence of who you are. Anything becomes fun when you are realizing that, hey, you know what? I'm not a victim. This is fun. I'm not defeated. This is fun. I am someone that's worthy. I am someone that's uniquely created. And I came into this world with a very specific, distinct purpose for being here. And now I know how to achieve it. Now I know how to go out and get it and realize and and receive and create through the law of attraction my heart's desire. Why is this so important? Because you know what? A, A joyous person is somebody that is always advancing your mind and you're advancing your body and soul. And all these things are advancing toward perfected completion. And here's the thing. If you have breath in your lungs, and you do because you're listening to this. You deserve these things. Deserve uh, to deserve it means you're here. It doesn't mean it's merit based. We we learn to get away from a merit based idealization of what we should have or should not have because we live in a world that is quick to put condemnation on you. And is, and that's the thing. It, condemnation is natural in this world. The world also has a, a a part of it that is moving toward decay. Part of decay is condemnation. Condemnation is simply tearing down the original source, that original essence and substance of who made you great. 
And so you're learning through workshops, as you should be, that there is no condemnation that should be sustained within you. Any negative information that ever shows up should not be sustained within you. And it is always a choice. You are magnificently made and you've got so much to offer, not only yourself through unconditionally loving yourself, but you've got so much to offer other people that you really are are caring about that are near and dear to you. They need to know the best you. They need to know the prosperous you. They need to know the one that's caring and loving, the creative part of you that's not like anyone else. They don't need to see someone else that is acting like everybody else on television or in music or entertainment. They need to know who you really are because there's not another one, never has been, and never will be anyone else that's just like you. So you have an obligation to reveal that and stop hiding it. Don't be ashamed because you're different. You are supposed to be different. So hold on to that difference and edify it. Let your light shine. And I can tell you that you will never, ever live another day that's not fully blessed. We're talking today about um, how to ignite joy, which we have really actually learned is becoming joy, allowing joy to become you, um, making joy your entire identity, which is, I think, a lot more powerful than just the occasional ignition of joy. That's really exciting. Well, you know, and again, it's just so important. You need to be journaling your life. You need to be journaling these positive affirmations, journaling the essence of who you have come in contact that you know that you are. Uh, write down these specifics and journal them and start applying it toward your own belief, adhering to it and relying on it and expecting the law of attraction to rearrange your circumstances to appear like and to become who you are. Just say this after me. Say, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. For the self-confidence. For the self-confidence. To be bold. To be bold. In my joy. In my joy. I'm grateful for the attraction. I'm grateful for the attraction. For my perfected joy. For my perfected joy. As illustrated. As illustrated. By my inspired journaling. By my inspired journaling. Right now. Right now. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. To be on earth. To be on earth. In my original purpose. In my original purpose. With revelation knowledge. With revelation knowledge. Gained from this podcast today. Gained from this podcast. Showing who I really am. Showing who I really am. That's it. Woo, that was a good one. That little fire. I felt that. Well, we are going to, uh, speaking of the master classes, we're going to be in New York and Manhattan uh, in January. And then we're also going to be there in March. And we're also going to be heading down to Dallas, Houston area. No dates have been set for that, but keep checking the website, kineticbelief.com, to attend one of these amazing master classes. They're so powerful. And a lot of times, not always, but sometimes they're also uh, live streamed on the website. You can access it that way as well. Really glad to have had you back with us again today and yeah, check in great. again tomorrow. And again, the, the website's kineticbelief.com. Yeah. Kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com is the web uh, is the email address. And we can stay in touch yeah, with you. Yeah, we'll have a right joy-filled day, Steve. You too, Megan. Okay, thanks. Bye. Purposeful kinetic believer. Think on that which is good and acceptable to you. And I'm telling you, you will experience the thing that you're dwelling upon. So to happily enjoy your perfected life, again, stay away from all those dark pursuits and and, and, and any of that stuff, staging your imaginations like William Shakespeare said, and just let the world become your stage of a perfected essence of yourself so that it will begin to perpetuate the manifestation of the same thing. So that's how it works. And, you know, gratitude, affirmations, you got to make sure that that's part of your life every day. 
And uh, if you know, say this whispered if you have to. Maybe you're sitting at your desk right now and you've got on your your AirPods. Just mumble it. <laughs> Just say, "I'm so grateful." I'm so grateful for the substance of my heart's desire. For the substance of my heart's desire. I am desire. willing to see myself. To see myself perfectly healthy. Perfectly healthy. Perfectly wealthy. Perfectly wealthy. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. There are no missed opportunities in my life. There are no missed opportunities and in I my life. And I don't require circumstances. And I don't require circumstances to make things possible for me. To make things possible for I'm me. I'm grateful that my perfected imaginings. I'm grateful that my perfected imaginings have attracted what I desire. Have attracted what I desire. Did I say it in quick enough bursts of information for you? To <laughs> I think so. You know. I got tongue twisted on That's a few of works. those. Wow. Oh, man. I, I have expected there to be something about zombies in there, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've said all I'm going to say about zombies. Do you, do you, have, this, as a, you have a thing against zombies, I think. Well, I don't want them in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that. Uh, not, not since your oh, niece man. passed through what? here anyway. <laughs> she did look legit, didn't she? Um, well, goodness gracious, this has been... Um, the word is unpacking. We have unpacked a lot about this, and I have a much better perspective of, you know, I think today was not just about death, but it was about our relationship to the universe, to time and space, who we really are. And, and I think seeing yourself as that timeless being is extremely empowering. Sure. Is death an illusion? No, it is not, but it's a blink. And don't dread it. Don't look <laughs> forward to it. Enjoy the experience while you're here in the land yeah. of the living. Live life fully. Live it great. Be the best version of yourself you can possibly be. Expect good things and good things will follow. Yeah, if you want to submit any comments or questions about today's episode or any others, um, you can email us at kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. And you can also check out the new 100-day guided journal for Law of Attraction on the website. And, ooh, it's going to be on Amazon in just a couple weeks. So, oh, hey, right. if you have Prime, that's an even the better The 100-Day Guided Journal is a must. If you yes. are serious about attracting your best life, you must get the Guided yeah. Journal. Uh, it's not just musings, but it's taking you by the hand and helping you Absolutely. reset your the thoughts and imaginings that you have every day. Yeah. Casting down a, the negative influences in your life and keeping you on track to hold fast to the thing that you're believing for. You can only do it through journaling, and, and that's it, what this journal allows you to and do. And it's beautiful. It's fully illustrated. It makes a wonderful gift if you know of anybody who um, wants to dabble in the law of attraction or just dive in head first this is a wonderful gift and you can definitely get it in time for christmas by the way friends we always want to see you at a master class yes one of our master class uh, workshops where we change lives we're there for uh, an evening and we oh we have so much fun. We do a live podcast. There's live music. There's teaching. There's interaction. There's um, you can have great conversations with like-minded kinetic believers, people who understand the law of attraction. Those are so fun. We're going to be in New York um, next. I think we're going to do something in January and then also in March. So check out the website for that kineticbelief.com. This has been great. Yep, all the information is there at the website, and uh, it has been great. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I can't wait till tomorrow. Okay. See you then. Bye. See you then. Thanks.